Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to a special off-season edition of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. You do not need a newspaper or a cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. One of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. Back on Tuesday, June 5th, I traveled to Evarts Rink and had the opportunity to chat with an amazing group of hockey players who have been coming together every week for the past 44 years. They come from different walks of life, have different jobs, different incomes, different political views, and different religious backgrounds. But... All that vanishes when they're together on the ice. The game is affectionately known as Hockey Night in Katona, and I had an awesome time getting to know the players while taking in the game. I'd like to extend a special thank you to Tom Banka, John Baruby, Stu Hackle, Greg Janos, Patrick Ogden, Frank Palmer, David Post, Frank Rossi, Eric Williams, and Mike Williams. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav. And I'm hanging out at uh, Evarts Rink, getting ready for Hockey Night in Katona. I'm hanging out with Stu Hackle, uh, one of the organizers of this wonderful event. Stu, how long have you been connected to Hockey Night in Katona, and what makes it so special? Why do you keep coming back week after week? Well, i got nothing else to do Tuesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I love it. playing hockey all my life. I'm 67 years old now, and uh, I don't want to stop. You know, we have a saying that, you know, you don't, uh, stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing, and that's how a lot of our guys feel. We have guys who've been here decades, and then we get new people too. You know, sure. we, get, we get high schoolers to come. You know, a lot of times the sons and daughters of our, our players come and join us, and, and we've had some really great young players. So I, you know, it's just what I do every Tuesday night. My wife is terrifically understanding about it. You know, if we have a birthday or an anniversary or something big's happening Tuesday night. We're going to celebrate it Monday or Wednesday because that's what Tuesdays are, are really for me. I love it. I love it. You know, one of the things I learned covering the sport in the Hudson Valley is that, you know, hockey, the community is really like it's a family, yeah. you know, and, and some of the things you sent me doing a little bit of research, the history of the game, I mean, and, and meeting some of the other players that I'm going to talk to tonight just kind of, you know, re, uh, reinforces that. What would you like the listeners to know about Hockey Night in Katona and how did it come to be? Well, this started as a game of uh, in, in 1973, and it was organized by uh, some New York City and local firemen. And for years, it was called the Fireman's Game. And that was on the contract that they had with the rink. And people knew it as the Fireman's Game, and it was just Tuesday nights. And somehow, over time, it just morphed into a whole bunch of different people, different kinds of people. Uh, people from different backgrounds, different occupations, different incomes, different p- 
political affiliations, different religions, but we all love hockey and all that other stuff is forgotten. And I think that's the one thing that we all take away from it is that, you know, hockey brings us together and makes us a little bit of, of a family. And hockey's done that for us and, you know, we all love the game. Uh, and it's one of the reasons we keep coming back. Now, I know you've been doing this for a while, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is there a memorable moment or two over the years that you could share, just something that pops into your mind? Well, I think for everybody who was there, the night one of our guys died on the ice. Ronnie Jankowski, who was a great friend and a real glue guy for our group, uh, and Ronnie had an undetected uh, heart blockage, and, uh, you, you know, he just dropped on the ice. And, wow. And it was, you know, a stunning development, obviously, and, and heartbreaking for a lot of us and, of course, his family. And he was a very popular person here, and he's a popular person in, in his community in Briarcliff Manor. Uh, and uh, he was a volunteer fireman, uh, and he worked at IBM. He was just a terrific guy. And, you know, th the loss was something that was you know, unforgettable. And, you know, we have his banner up on the, on the wall here. On the I noticed end. that on the, on the end. And we hang his jersey along with another one of our fellows who, who passed away about a year later, not Augie Cardinale. Right. And uh, Augie didn't die on the ice, but he got sick and died from cancer. And we hang both of their jerseys in our dressing room every Tuesday night to remember him. So, I mean, that was one night. I mean, the details are just, you know, awful and, and unforgettable. But we've had some really great nights. I mean, we've had, gee, I, you know, in terms of just, you know, the positives of the competition, you know, just some nights we have, you know, a lot of young kids and it's just a fast game yeah. and it's roaring back and forth. Nice. And the goalies are good and it feels like a real pro game. You know, sure. probably if you're standing there watching it, we're in, look like slow as molasses. <laughs> but to us, it feels like it's really fast. And, you know, just some of those games are just great, and they're tightly competitive. And then you get blowout games. I mean, I think we get, you know, sometimes the uh, the sides aren't even sure. some nights, and, you know, guys complain. And, uh, you know, so that was, you know, the, I can't think of any one game that was great, but you just you remember, you remember the great games. You just remember, you know, like you were in a game, and you came off the ice, and, gee, that was just great. And if you... You know, it doesn't matter, though, if the game is good or bad. You're back in the dressing room afterwards, and you're sweating, and you feel like you've had a great Tuesday evening, and that's really what it's all about. That's what it's all about at the end. I know you also mentioned that uh, some of the guys go up to a tournament, I think, in Montreal. Yes, yeah, the Can-Am tournaments, and we did that. We put a group together for a number of years uh, out of here, just a select group of guys, uh, and it was I coached the team. I didn't play. And uh, we did really well up there. We won uh, three gold medals, a bunch of bronzes and the silvers uh, over the years. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, the guys were good. I mean, you know, usually, you know, beer league hockey players, they want to do what they want to do. Right. But we actually put in a little system and, you know, we played real smart hockey. We, you know, we played a little bit of defense, which you know, a lot of times you don't get in recreational games. Sure. And uh, it really worked for us. And... Of course, obviously, any spring weekend in Montreal is going to be fun all by itself. You don't have to have hockey connected to it. Right. But, you know, when you have hockey connected to it and then the great city that Montreal is, it's always it was always a terrific time. Um, in your opinion, as far as all the players that you've played with, who has the best selly? Like, when they score a goal, is there somebody that, that uh, 
you know, celebrate. We don't, we don't do that. Really? No, I mean, we, we, there's no hot dog in here. Really? And, uh, okay. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe tonight with you here, you, <laughs> you'll see some. But usually goals are scored and guys don't even raise their sticks. I mean, really? Yeah, it's just okay. goals scored and, you know. Get, get down the, to business. Get the puck and get the next one. Nice. You know? it's, so okay. it's, it's just, you know, we're old guys. We're old school guys, <laughs> you know. Um, can you describe, and we've talked about this a little bit in some of your other answers, can you describe Hockey Night in Katona in five words or less? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 a, it's become a bunch of friends who play hockey together. Okay. But, I mean, it's a lot, a lot went into that. You know, when I first started playing here, guys were not as friendly toward each other. Okay. Uh, you know, there was some antagonisms even in the team that you'd be on the bench with you know huh. it was like we played uh, first lines and second lines we played two minutes the buzzer would go off and you change because guys wouldn't come off otherwise huh. you know and the guys on the first line didn't like the guys on the second line because they took their ice time away but that, that changed over time and you know the, the, you know just a lot of things happened to change that uh, we don't use the clock anymore we actually learned how to change on the fly okay so okay. I mean that's old 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 days but, you know, it wasn't always friendly. Okay. But it, and it's friendly now. We don't, you know, I can't remember. Uh, we've had a couple of punching festivals, you know. Much more, you know, when I first started playing. Sure. You know, we'd probably have maybe, you know, maybe one a month or something like that. And now if we have one or two a year, I'd be surprised, you know. You know, in talking to Tom, the rink manager, before you came in, he attributes a lot of the success and growth of, of this event to you. You know, the newsletters and, and, you know, celebrating, you know, marriages and births and, and, you know, other important things that go on with the group. So I think you have a lot to do with, you know, that the culture and the atmosphere and the positivity, that family feel. Well, just based on talking uh, to him. You know, I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm inspired by the guys I play with. You know, I mean, it's it's I wanted to come here and play every Tuesday night and have a good time. You know, I played in lots of sport teams a lot of softball, a lot of hockey, uh, and, you know, when you're with a group of guys whose company you enjoy, you just get more out of it. Sure. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that we enjoyed each other's company here. So, it, and, but everybody was willing to do it, you know, sure. it wasn't, sure. you know, I may, have, I may send a newsletter out and I may, you know, know everybody's details of their life, but pretty soon everybody else does too. Sure. And, you know, we just... It, it, whatever happened, whatever I did, really just grew out of what was already you know, the the raw elements, the raw materials of it were already there. People were already kind of friends. I I think what I did was maybe bring some clicks together and make everybody friendlier. So that, that and that wasn't hard to do. Oh, there's something to be said for that. Uh, two more questions for you. I know you know you you worked for the New York Times. You also wrote um, for Sports Illustrated. Big fan of your work. Thank you. Um, Favorite professional hockey player, Gump past Worsley. or present? Gump Worsley. Gump Worsley. And then maybe after, I mean, I mean, after that, Guy Lafleur. Okay. And then I started to like the the defensive centers. Okay. Uh, you know, I loved Guy Carboneau. I loved Chris Draper. Uh, I like Jonathan Taves now. He's not a okay. defensive center. Sure. But you know, I, I like honest hockey players. Okay. Um, favorite professional hockey team, if you have one. No, and not anymore. I mean, when I grew up, I first was a Rangers fan, and then they traded Worsley to Montreal, so I became a Canadiens fan. But uh, And I stayed a Canadiens fan for quite a while. But when I worked uh, for the National Hockey League, sure. I uh, you don't have a favorite team. Right, right. You know, you, you root for the game, you root right. for the league. And I was okay with that because sure. I love the game so much. 
So, I mean, I like the original six teams a lot because those are the ones I grew up with. Right. Because I'm old. And, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm sure happy when I see uh, Tampa Bay do well. Um, what are your thoughts on Vegas? Uh, it's a, a great story. I mean, I really, you know, I'm really happy to see that develop the way it did. I didn't believe it would happen. Same here. I mean, just as, as a market, I didn't think it would be that good. Yeah. But, and as a team, who believed that that was going to happen? But actually, I'm rooting for the Caps because my brother lives in D.C. Okay. My brother-in-law and my sister lived in D.C. and stayed Caps fans. Sure. And their kids are Caps fans. They live in Jersey now. So a lot of my family has been hard-suffering Capitals fans. Since uh, 74, right, when they came into the league. And I know a lot of people, whether they're Ranger fans, Islander fans, Devil fans, know that I know. They're rooting for Ovechkin. Right, they want to see Ovi win. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, you'd hate to see a guy go through his whole career that great a player and not win. Like I remember seeing Marcel Dion play in his prime, and this guy never won. Never came close. He never came close. I don't think he ever got to the second round. So, you know, you and it's it's terrible. You know, it's a tragedy. And then you know, when I was a kid, there was guys like Bill Gadsby and Harry Howell who played twenty something years, and they were superstar defensemen in the original six days. Never won the Stanley Cup, and it's it's awful to think about that. You know, so and my hero, the Gumper. I mean, you know, all those years he played for the Rangers, he was never getting close. Right. Traded to the Canadians and won the Cup four times. So, Mm -hmm. and he was a big reason why. So. it's great when you root for a team and they win the cup. I mean, it's it's just a terrific feeling. Yeah, I had a tough time listening to the the analysts last night. It was so loud after the game yeah. with the fans behind them. Yeah. I could hardly make out what they were saying. Right. But like you said, long-suffering fans, you know, uh, I, I'm hoping somehow Vegas can pull it out and maybe we can get to a game seven. Um, well, they're always better when they go long. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't want it to end. Right. Oh, it's been great hockey. It's been great hockey. But before we know it, we'll have the entry draft, free agency. You know, those are some of my favorite times of the year, too. Stu, I really do appreciate you taking the time out uh, to chat with me about Hockey Night in Katona. Uh, Again, this is your boy, Trav, and you're listening uh, to HV Pucks. I've been chatting with Stu Hackle, one of the organizers behind Hockey Night in Katona, which is a a group of of good friends, uh, good hockey guys and gals that have been playing together for 44 years now. Uh, whatever yeah, it I, takes us back to 1973. Okay. I guess, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping to uh, be able to talk to. Uh, I think you said Mike Williams. Yes, Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, Mike's 73 years old. Okay. He's our last original member. Great. Uh, and Mike. Mike's a treasure. <laughs> love it. I love it. Travis, thanks for coming. Thank out. you. I appreciate it. Take care. This is Brian Riley, head hockey coach at Army West Point. And you are listening to the HV Pucks podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is your boy, Trav. What's going on, everybody? I'm uh, here at Evarts Rink, uh, getting ready to take in Hockey Night in Katona. And I'm here with Greg Janos. Greg is the head coach of the Harvey um, hockey team, as well as uh, girls lacrosse, correct? Correct. All right. So, Greg, how long have you been connected to Hockey Night in Katona, and what makes it so special? Why do you come back week after week? Um, I come back probably for the same reason everyone else does. It's hockey. It's the, the love of the game, the, the desire to keep playing no matter how bad or how old you are. You know, that s- small chance that one day you're going to get your call and still go to the show. Right. Um, but, you know, just bring him here. This October my my sixth year with the, with the guys. So I'm, I'm on the threshold of 
not being a newbie anymore and, and being a veteran. And I'm definitely not the youngest anymore where I used to be. And that's changing. So it's pretty cool to see these guys start bringing their kids and, you know, the next the next wave of talent coming through. Well, I definitely credit you with turning me on to this because I remember you tweeted back in December a picture of the guy's center ice and you gave me some information about the parties and just, you know, how they've been doing this. You know, I spoke to Mike Williams earlier. Yep. He's been doing this 44 years. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's, it, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. It, they've been going for 44 years and then right before them used to be called the Katona Firemen. Right. And then as it transferred over, I'm sure through Stu or Tom, or Bruce Osborne who runs the rink um, that you know these guys just didn't want to give it up and they're one of the few groups that have just the standing ice time at a rink for so long I mean find a rink that's got a bunch of you know no disrespect old guys playing hockey at a prime time right for 44 years it's, um, it's unheard of and it's cool that the rink supports it. you know the guys that run the rink just they want to keep it we're a community-based rink and that's sure. something that makes it so outstanding I love it. I love it. You know, one of the things I, I learned in covering the sport through doing the show is that the hockey community really is a family. And I think nothing en- encapsulates that more than what I've seen so far just from talking to the players and from what I'm going to see tonight. Um, is there a memorable moment? I'm sure there is, Greg. Is there a memorable moment or two from over the years that you could maybe share with us? Um, besides the playing and everything on the ice and the, and the group of guys, and we've had some comical moments at, uh, at holiday parties, but... I think the one that shocked me the most is just how long they've been here and how close they are is my first year here, you know, six months in, everyone's calling me Greg. No one knows my last name. It's just Greg's here. You know, we're in the locker room, typical, you know, ball busting. And a friend of mine says, hey, Janos, can I borrow your tape? I said, yeah, no problem. The gentleman across from me looks at me like he just saw a ghost. And my initial reaction is, oh, no. And he says, are you Jimmy's kid? And I, I, I said, D- depends. Who are you? He says, Jimmy Annis' kid? I said, yeah. And he goes, it's like seeing a ghost. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And he goes, I knew your father before you were even a thought. We used to carpool and blah, blah, blah. Um, And they haven't spoken probably in a good 16 to 20 years. And they ended up falling back into connection and and just seeing, you know, like you just said, how small the hockey world is and and how close people are and remember. And, you know, I'm seeing it now with, you know, I got guys I've been playing with. I got kids in school them and now their kids are graduating and now they're coming back saying you know hey coach i'm like no you can, it's, it's greg here it's it's fine so i love it's, it it's cool i love it hey could we switch gears for a minute and just talk about the state of hockey in the hudson valley because i know again you coach here at the harvey school but you know you're somebody that i always you know uh, look to you know on social media um and, and i appreciate your support as well what are your thoughts on the state of hockey high school hockey let's say in the hudson valley <laughs> that's a it's a pretty loaded question and it might have to be for another podcast but I think it's all going to be based on your area, and to answer that would be your area, you know, the clientele of, of the kids you're bringing in and, and what your school has to offer, whether you're talking just, you know, the big Section 1 public schools to the small private schools to the, you know, the schools a little north of us that are struggling to get ice time in, in kids. I mean, the right. level, you know, Section 1 is huge, and there's different levels in that, so it's sure. it's not fair in some places, and other teams are, are, are combining just to make sure they have a team to feed everybody's needs. So, yeah. you know, that's that's a tough question. I guess there's, there's I gotcha. both extremes and everything in between. We could definitely elaborate and continue yeah. that conversation mm-hmm. on another episode. Uh, two more questions for you before I let you go because I know you're going to hit the ice soon. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Holy cow. Um, if I could combine a bunch, I would make one. Sure. But I, I think just the longevity of – of Yamir Yamir Yager's team, uh, career, I think that's something to always aspire. Um, but you got the talent of Wayne Gretzky, the toughness of Bobby Orr, and, and the list goes on. I don't think I have a particular 
favorite player right now, right. other than my son who's two and okay. gets down here. He's got his own custom skates, stick and helmet, and he gets out on I the ice it. and cries if I don't let him skate. So I think right now uh, I'm going to have fun coaching my favorite player. I'll take that. I'll take that. Favorite professional team, Rangers? Rangers. Okay. What do you think about uh, David Quinn coming on? Time will tell. Okay. I think I think the Rangers have pulled out all stops, and they're continuing with that train of thought to say, you know, we want a cup within the next five years, and we're going to take every measure at this point risk to see if it pays off. Yeah, I like I like the idea that we're a younger team. We've got some some picks here in the you know in the first coming round up, yeah. coming up, and I'd like to see what they can do. I'd like to see what Quinn can bring to the table. Greg yeah. Yanos, pleasure talking no, to I you. No, I appreciate it. Thank you hey, for listen, your support. High school My kids pleasure. appreciate it. We really dig into it. So hey, thank you very much. That's what I'm here for. Have awesome. a good game. Thank you. Take see you care. out there. Yep. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, and I'm hanging out here at Evarts Rink getting ready for Hockey Night in Katona. I'm pleased to be joined by Mike Williams, who is an original member of Hockey Night in Katona. Um, you've been playing uh, in this with this group since it started, right? In 73, uh, is it? I go beyond that, but 73 is a good start. For okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I've been here a while. How long have you been connected to... Uh, yeah. Why do you come back week after week? In other words, what's make what makes this so special? I honestly wouldn't know what to do with my life if I wasn't playing hockey. Okay, okay. It is what I am. Um, uh, how would I put it? There's a lot of us out there that I know someday we're going to have to quit, but I don't want to look at that right now. Right. I try to avoid that. You know, I'm 74 years old, but playing hockey, I hate to say it, but in some ways I don't have to grow up. Mm. Okay. I'm out there playing with a 17-year-old defenseman, and to me that's serious stuff. One night I was sitting on the bench and this 17-year-old kid said, Mike, I have to leave early because I think I'm going to score tonight. And I couldn't believe what, what I was just hearing. Right. And this was only 10 years ago. Sure. I never forgot that. <laughs> and this 17-year-old is confiding in me. Right. It was unreal. You know, in talking... And I'm not its father. Right. That's a, that's a great story. In talking to Stu earlier, he, he mentioned to me that you guys come from all walks of life. You know, all parts of this area, you come together every Tuesday and you make it work. You know, it's all yes, about the hockey. Absolutely. It you is know? all about the hockey. It's all about the hockey. Um, is there a memorable moment? Now, I, you know, again, there's probably a lot that come to mind. Is there something that jumps out at you from over the years that you could share that you've experienced here? Yes. I've had, I've skated with some people that were so good that. They were on their way to the Rangers camp. Okay. 
They were that fast and that good. And of course, I've skated with some rangers. Okay. And that's probably one of the more memorable moments. Of course, nobody believed that I was checked and I did a somersault over the net but, <laughs> and landed on my skates, no less. I always land sunny side up just Love like it. a cat. <laughs> nobody believes it, but I know it happened. It might happen tonight. Nah. Yeah, yeah. What? Might, yeah, it might happen tonight. It might happen tonight. Yeah, it could. Okay. Absolutely. Can you describe Hockey Night in Katona in five words or less? What kind of words come to mind? An institution. Okay. Um, something that I can't seem to give up. Some nights I just don't want to show up. But I know if I don't show up, I'll never show up again. Huh. So, at this stage of the game, you got to haul your butt out, get in the car, get your gear together, and go. Right. And that's, that's the way it is. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, there's guys here that depend on you, that look forward to you coming, that it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Hockey Night Katona if Mike wasn't here. That could be. Could be. I appreciate that comment. Hey, uh, do you have a favorite professional hockey player? Past or present? Probably Obechkin right now. Okay, yeah. You know, a lot of people. A lot. Of, I'm not a. I'm not a Capitals fan, of but course. But I can't. So. I can't believe at his age he's like the Rock of Gibraltar. Right. Right. He's just unbelievable. He is, and he and it looks like, I mean, he's one game away from winning the whole thing. It looks like they could pull it off. I think Vegas will have something to say about it in game five. Maybe the little flower. Okay. I've played with people like that. Okay. Yeah, the little guy coming down at me like the scooter. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a few notables. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite professional hockey team? The Rangers, of oh, course. Nice. Okay. You know. So, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, them getting rid of AV and bringing in Dave Quinn out of BU, the college coach, the coach oh, these it's, young it's kids? Oh, it's a must. It is. Yeah, we have to move on. Okay. Yeah. It's all about winning. Yep. You just have to let certain things go okay. and, uh, and move. I mean, look, A.V. had a great run outside of this final year. I mean, we, we made the playoffs every year. You know, we made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes. But I think they just eventually tuned them out, the players. They did. They weren't listening anymore. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This is Eric Williams. Hey, Eric. Come and say hi. How are you, Eric? Travis, nice to meet you. So we've been chatting about Hockey Night in Katona. Um, so, it, you know, how long have you been connected to the game, and what keeps you coming back? Uh, well, this is my father. Sure. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yes, right. Father-son so, father uh, connection. Yeah, I have, we, I've been playing hockey for most of my life and uh, played here occasionally in the 90s when I was in uh, high school and college. Okay. And then stopped playing for a long time and uh, finally made the... Uh, made the effort to come back and play again um, about four years ago. Okay. the old man checked him into the boards. <laughs> <laughs> he was very mean to me on the ice, so I, I got a little tired of it and 
but I figured he's he's reached the age where he's calmed down a little bit, so I think I can, uh, you know, as long as we're on the same team, sure. he usually doesn't uh, beat me up too much. Okay. Um, can you describe Hockey Night in Katona in five words or less? Like, what words come to mind when you, when I mention it? Five words. Dad said it was an institution. Well, he, he's definitely an institution, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep my mouth shut. Uh, maybe it's uh, more like a bunch of guys who should be in an institution who <laughs> aren't because they uh, get their, uh, uh, you know, have fun out on the ice. Sure, uh, sure. Which uh, everyone needs. You know, in talking to Stu earlier, you said these, you know, you guys all come from different walks of life, different parts of the area. You have different views on things, different politics, religions, whatever, but you all come together on a Tuesday and you leave it on the ice and you have a good time. Yep. Sounds good to me. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, favorite professional hockey player, Eric, past or present? Uh, damn. You can, you can give me more than one if you want. Yeah, I mean, always loved Messier, but uh, okay. growing up... Uh, I can't even remember his name. He was a former Ranger. He was traded away for um, right before 94. Uh, oh, Doug Waite? Tony uh, Monty? Oh, I know you're talking about it. He was traded for Brian, Brian Anderson. Leach. Yeah, Brian Leach? Not Brian Leach, no. Leach? no. No. Glenn Anderson? No, 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 no. For, he was traded for, uh, for Glenn Anderson. He was traded for Glenn Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. All right, I'm, I'm Mike, I'll be it on was the great ice, chatting with and you. And I'm going to make a lot of noise. I'll see you out there. I'll be banging into the boards. I'll see you out there. Or they're going to be banging me into the boards. Yeah, t- don't hit them too hard tonight. Well, we usually play on the same team. Oh, okay, so all right. Yeah, hey, it was great chatting with you, too. Take care. Hi. And how are you? Good. Frank Rossi. Nice to meet you, Frank. It's and you good. are? Patrick Ogden. Patrick? Yep. Patrick. What's your last name, Patrick? Ogden. Patrick, Patrick Ogden? Yeah. All right. So I'm here doing a, a special on Hockey Night in Katona. And uh, so what makes it so special? Why do you come back week after week? Because it's uh, something to look forward to. Something to look forward to, okay. And I've been skating with these guys since the 70s. Okay. Back at the old rink in Elmsford. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, played at a high level and then came back just one day when they were up here and been skating with them up here I bet you 30 years okay so much so I used to, I brought my daughter here when she was 12 13 and she went on had a great career in college and excellent yeah excellent so, so it, I mean it I started a podcast back in 2017 and it's brought me all over the Hudson Valley if it's one thing I've learned that hockey really is a family um, and and there's, this certainly reinforces it. Um, so, Patrick, you know, again, same, but what, why do you come week after? You know, what brings you here? Um, really because of family, you know. It's funny you said that because my dad's been playing here. He was playing here, you know, 10 years ago, um, you know, off and on until I started playing hockey. And then he had to stop because Tuesday nights were practice nights for me. Okay. Um, but, you know, since that, uh, I can drive myself to practice now. You know, he's been coming back on Tuesday nights, and, you know, over the summer, I've been coming back for about a year, okay. year and a half now, right. and it's just been, you know, a blast. 
Who, when you're not doing this, who, who did you play for when you say? Um, currently, I play for uh, Vermont Academy, okay. school in Vermont. Okay. Um, um, but before that, I played in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, before that, uh, Westchester Express in Brewster. Nice. Very good. So. Um, is there a memorable moment over, from over the years that you could share? I mean, you've been doing this since the 70s. Is there anything that stands out? Yeah, the Christmas parties. Okay. <laughs> It's just everybody gets together and sure. you know, talks some stuff and yeah. just a lot of laughs and there's always a clown in, in the group. And that's one of the better moments and bringing my daughter here. That was okay. special. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure Patrick playing with your dad is probably... Yeah, no, it's great. We're both defensemen, so it's really awesome being able to play with him. And, you know, diff- Obviously not because he's not going to be able to play with me in high school hockey. Um, but, you know, being able to come out here and play with him is also just, it's a great memory for me. All right, last question, because I know you guys got to start suiting up. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. Okay, and favorite team would be Boston Bruins? No, Rangers. No? Rangers. Interesting. All right, what about you? Uh, I'd say uh, Taylor Hall from the Devils. Okay. Um, you know, I'm a defenseman, but I really like him. Um, you know, he's a forward, you know, young guy. I think he's doing well right now so okay and the devils are your favorite uh well uh, originally my dad's from boston so we're kind of a boston family bruins but um he when he lived in new york for a little bit he couldn't like the rangers because he's from boston so he went to devil's games so since then um kind of been watching uh i've been watching the devils um and you know just like them so listen i'm a firm believer that it's better for the league yeah. When the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders are, are all playing well. Uh-huh. And I'm, I don't know if you guys heard or not. Maybe you did that Lou Lamarillo is officially the GM of the Islanders. They fired Doug Waite. They fired Garth Snow. Yeah. It looks like they're trying to go all in on uh, Tavares to keep yep. him. So, yeah, that all came down today. Wow. So, yeah. Islanders are making big moves. Rangers trade, you know, changed, uh, fired their coach. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping Vegas can somehow find a way to pull out a uh, – get to a game seven but uh, cool it see. would be cool to see i think it's been an amazing story guys i'll let you go you. thanks right. so Thank much. You very much enjoy Appreciate the game it. i'm gonna hang out for a bit All take right. care Sounds good. uh hello there uh, this is uh, happy gilmore and uh you're listening to the hv pucks podcast available for free download on google play itunes soundcloud and stitcher now back to the show Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm hanging with my man, Frankie Palmer. I just finished watching Hockey Night in Katona, and Frankie's nice enough to spend a little bit of time with me. Frank, how long have you been connected to Hockey Night in Katona, and what makes it so special? Why do you come back week after week? Travis, I started skating here in 1982. Wow. Probably before you were even born. I got invited up here from a guy from work when I uh, first moved down here from Boston, and uh, I've been coming ever since because the camaraderie is amazing. We've we've made some history down here in, in, in Katona, not only on the ice, which is amazing, and I look forward to it every Monday night. I get fi- Mondays I get fired up to to start skating on Tuesday nights. Love it, uh, and and it's a great exercise. It's you know it's a lot of fun. It's very competitive. You know sometimes. People mix it up a little bit, you know, and then, then you go out afterwards and have a couple of beers with the guys. Sure. They, they, uh, Tonight looked like it was pretty evenly matched. You know, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I a lot really of young did. kids out there tonight, which, you know, is a little challenging for us uh, old times. But, right. Uh, 
you know, we do the best we can after a while. So. Um, is there a memorable moment or two from over the years? Like you said, you've been doing this since 82. Anything that comes to there's mind? A, there's, a, there's a million of them. So, yeah. so this, just a flashback to the, to the old days when I first started playing here. We didn't have glass on, on the boards. We had a cage. We had a chain link fence. Sure. Chain link fence. And you go into the corner, some guys would, you know, you hit you and, you, and your elbow gets stuck in, in between the, <laughs> the chain, link, chain link fence. And then we used to split up the teams. Everyone would just throw the sticks in in the middle and we would just separate them out. Uh, you know, randomly, and that's how the teams are set up. Now it's more structured, basically, same guys play this in white, same guys play dock every time. But, uh, right. uh, but we've had a lot of great times out here. Uh, I mean, talk about Tuesday nights. There's been, there's been some fights out here. There's been some blood. There's been some blood strewn. But to be honest with you, a lot of, a lot of the most memorable nights I had here was after hockey. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out, having a few beers. Yeah, we, did, sure. we, yeah, we tend to go down to the bars. And we were, I, mean, I was a lot younger back then, and we you know, you know, we stay LA. We drink a lot of tequila, and uh, <laughs> we make a lot of memories. We actually had uh, a couple another another night that comes to mind. We had some ranger nights with the Rangers down here. Okay. So we had a Brian Leach and nice. uh, and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Richter. Okay. And uh, Bernie Nichols and a few other guys come down and skate with us. That was a lot of fun. Those those guys are toying with us, but. Uh, it's fun to see how, how, how amazing, amazingly gifted these guys are. So. And, and you've probably experienced this, I'm sure, Stu has. I mean, hockey players, for the most part, down-to-earth, humble beginnings. You know, yeah. I, I've done some stuff not where him. I've covered. Not no, not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I could skate in a lot of different places. I live in Connecticut. This is a pretty far ride for me. Uh, right. I could skate a lot of different places, but the, the guys here. Sure. You know, historically and, and, and up to today, incredible camaraderie, incredible people, great guys. You know, sometimes, like I said, we mix it up on the ice. But sure. off the ice, everybody's a gentleman. Everyone's right. a nice guy. And uh, Well, I talked to Stu early on, and, and it seems like everybody's coming from different backgrounds, oh, different, yeah. different areas, different, uh, you know, political plumbers, views. lawyers, doctors, right. uh, construction guys. We right. got writers. We got... Uh, Musicians. Um, we got um, Musicians. prison guards. Prison yeah. Guards. <laughs> but you know... people. Yeah, but, sure. Dentists. Yeah. But you know what? Everybody comes together on the ice. Exactly. And they can... Plus drivers, yeah. Um, can so, you, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so, but Stewie is really the glue that keeps, I mean, we, you know, we've, I don't know if you told him about Ronnie, you know, we've lost, yep. lost a guy on the, we've lost a few, many, many special guys over the years, but, uh, you know, Stewie, Stewie is the, is the, is the leader of the, of the pack. Uh, I mean, I was here, I've been here long enough, there was, there was a, a guy before Stewie named, named Billy, who was uh, also a great guy, and you need a guy like that to, to keep the, keep the group together, and, uh, appreciate this guy a lot so. yeah no in preparation for coming tonight he sent me the newsletter he yeah. gave me a lot of information about how this all got started and again I, I you know I credit Stu with and Greg Janos for turning me on to this and inviting me and I really do appreciate it um, can you describe hockey night in Katona in five words or less I was say that might be very difficult to do um, once in a lifetime okay I like that. That's I like four that. Words. He said less. Yeah, five words or less. Yeah, five words or less. Um, I know you're a Boston guy. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Bobby Orr. Okay, hands, hands down. down. Hands, hands down. down. Yeah. And favorite professional team? That's why obviously, we're the number four. So. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, Mr. Post. Hey, thanks a lot, Travis. Frankie, appreciate I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks so much. Um, thanks. This is my partner in crime over here, by the way. We've been I love together. it. 1982. Yeah, so I we love started it. the same year. I think I was like a month ahead of him. So. You were. 
Hey, uh, I'm joined now by David Post. He's also been a longstanding member of Hockey Night in Katona. Uh, and I've been asking some of the same questions, David. So um, how long have you been connected to Hockey Night in Katona? What makes it so special? And why do you come back week after week? Uh, I got introduced to this in November of 1982. Okay. And um, I was welcomed right away and a great group of guys. And everybody needs a way to unwind. And there's nothing better than skating around in the, on the ice 12 months out of the year. Uh, and just feeling the camaraderie of a great group of people. Uh, everybody seems to respect each other. And we're all here just to have a good time, and nobody wants to get hurt, and everybody really loves the game. Yeah, I, I mean, I talked to Stu early on, and it seems like you all come from different walks of life, yep. different religious yep. backgrounds, political affiliations, but you make it work. Yep. You know, you guys really look out for each other out there. And I enjoyed myself. I, you know, it was a really spirited game. Um, so can you – is there a memorable moment – you know, you've been around for a while doing this, Hockey Night in Katona. Is there a memorable moment over the years you could share, something that stands out? Well, they're actually all pretty memorable. Uh, we've had some great parties, great battles on the ice. We've had uh, fisticuffs. We've had really great, talented players. Uh, years ago, the Maloney brothers used to have... Okay. They go... They, talk about the Maloney Brothers used no. to have a hockey camp here okay uh, at the end of the summer right and we got to play over the years with everybody from Mike Richter Brian Leach uh, Mark Hardy uh, Sergei Nemchinov when he first came to the U.S. nice Mike Richter brought him here great and um, he played with us it was really exciting to play with those guys who seemed to be magnetized to the puck sure but they were still pretty <laughs> respectful of our game Right. And they made it really pretty exciting to have said that you got to play with those guys. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing I noticed tonight, and just in covering hockey in general in this area, is that the hockey community really is a family. It's connected. And this is a perfect example of that. Um, can you describe Hockey Night in Katona in five words or less? Uh, five words or less. Great camaraderie. Good sportsmanship. Just fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I love it. Uh, favorite professional hockey player, David, past or, past or present? Rod Gilbert. Okay. And favorite professional team, I assume, is the Rangers. You got it. All right, great. David, thanks so much for thanks taking for the coming time out. out. I appreciate right. it. Thanks for having Look me. Look forward to hearing it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, and I'm coming from Evarts Rink, uh, about to take in Hockey Night in Katona. I'm joined by John Barubi, who's been playing uh, in this group, with this group, for what, 20? Yeah, 23 years. 23 years. So um, what makes Hockey Night in Katona so special? What, why do you come back week after week? Because, it is it, for one, it's an excellent time to skate. I mean, you never get in a 7.30 skate hardly anywhere. 
Right. And two, it's a great group of guys. I mean, we're from all over the place, from Westchester to Connecticut to upstate. <laughs> and that's really about it. Okay. Um, is there a memory? I know that um, in talking to Stu, you've gone to Montreal with the Blazing Saddles teams. You know, can you talk a little bit about that experience playing in oh, those kinds of tournaments? Yeah, that's an that's an excellent experience. I've been going up there probably since '97. We've okay. Been going up there, we usually actually take we we used to rent an RV. Okay. And we have two guys driving yeah. <laughs> the RV because it takes us about six hours to get up there. Sure. And everybody else is doing other things from playing cards to drinking to you know watching videos the whole nine yards. So that's so, how, that's how memories are made. Yeah. All right. Um, Stu mentioned before we started recording that if it wasn't for Hockey Night in Katona, you guys probably wouldn't be friends. Different political views, different ideals, but what makes it work? Oh, well, I mean, it's, like like you said, it, it's it's the hockey part of it. Yeah, he, he considered, I consider him a liberal loser, right. and I'm a conservative, <laughs> which which we would probably bump heads every single day. Sure. But when it comes to ice hockey. You just put your differences aside. Oh, you're yeah. On the, yeah. Okay. I have a lot of the guys here that are that way. Okay. Because, you know, Westchester, the more liberal people, so. And okay. I'm a little further upstate. Oh, where are you? I'm from Hopewell. Okay. Fishkill area. Yeah, sure. Place. I'm actually, I'm from Orange County. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so, um, favorite, let me ask you, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Eric Lindros. Okay, you're a Flyer yeah, fan? I'm a huge Flyer fan. Flu- yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eric Lindros, definitely. And favorite professional team, obviously, would be the Flyers. Flyers, yes. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts on uh, Vegas, Caps, uh, this well, series? Well, now it looks like the Caps are going to go through. I, yeah. In the beginning, I thought Vegas had a good chance. Sure. But now I really think, you know, the Caps are just going to go through. It's just Vegas is too far gone now. Okay. One last question for you. What would you like... I do a, in the off season. I do a, a monthly podcast, but what would you like the listeners to know about Hockey Night in Katona? What's? I mean, the skate's been going on since 1973. Yeah. And we just keep passing it along. I mean, I, I skate with the guys that broke me in. Now I'm skating with their kid, some of their kids. So it just keeps going and going. Yeah. I mean, it's the the one thing that I learned in starting this show. And again, I started back in 2017, and it's brought me to Rockland, Dutchess, Westchester, Putnam, is that the hockey community is really a family, you know, and you, you come from, in talking to Stu, you come from all different walks of life, all different kinds of ideals and values, but you make it happen on the ice, and uh, you have a good time. All right, John, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, have take care. Day. Yep. What's happening, y'all? It's your boy, Stephen A. Smith, and you're listening to the HV Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show. Hey, Travis Jackson, holler at your boy. As the horn sounds on this special off-season edition of HV Pucks, I want to let you know some of the topics for future podcasts. Uh, I plan on sitting down with Mike Schoenbach and talking about the history of Hudson Valley hockey from his perspective. Uh, Mike was responsible for assigning off-ice officials uh, in Rockland County uh, during John Orlando's uh, tenure as Section 1 chairman. Uh, uh, Nick Guberti and Tom Natoli are both uh, 
local hockey players who served as emergency backup goalies at MSG this past season, so I'd like to chat with them. Uh, I also heard about a roller hockey team in our area, which uh, includes several Section 1 players, so I'm looking to bring you uh, some information on that. And if there are topics you'd like me to address during the offseason, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. My plan is to uh, release at least one episode per month between July and November, uh, which is when the local hockey teams start back up again. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at TravJack71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. I hope you enjoyed this special off-season edition of HV Pucks. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.